welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today I'm going to take a listener question from Nicole um, Atkins. She is whiplashed ATX. She wanted to know how to deal with employees leaving and how to find new employees when you have a busy studio. She feels like her applicants are always fresh out of school, and she wants to know how to increase employee retention. She feels like it's hard to compete with a stylist wanting to go solo, so how do you keep them as a team member for longer? So the first thing I will say is this is totally something that a lot of salon owners can empathize with because it is hard um, to prioritize both the client experience and the employee's experience and just it's always like this dance and this balance of like just optimizing all of the time and it's a lot of work um I think when somebody is paid well treated well can learn um and just overall has a good experience working somewhere the likeliness of them staying is a lot higher when somebody feels like they're not being paid well, not being treated well, they don't like who they're working with, um, et cetera, then it's more enticing for them to go work for themselves just as you have because obviously you work for yourself. Um, so I always try to think things from think of things from other people's point of view because I was once that person that desired something, so I went and created it. So why wouldn't they do the same thing if they're not happy? So the, not saying this is you, but for anyone listening, if this is happening to you, you really have to set any like defensiveness or ego aside and really look at what's going on. Why, if you worked there, why would you want to leave and just create systems and create an environment around that, trying to improve it? And as far as training people right out of school and feeling like you train them up and probably they leave right after that. Um, yes, there are, is a way to go about this legally if you have a contract that states uh, something about the length that they need to stay. I feel like that tends to actually deter people from staying because then they feel stuck there. I think people tend to stay places that they feel like they genuinely want to be there. And that's how you have to look at it. You only want to work with people that want to work there. If somebody doesn't want to work there, why would you want them to work there? That's how I look at it. And once somebody goes, I don't really give it a lot of thought other than is there anything that I could have done differently um, in their time that they spent here? Not necessarily. Is there anything I could have done differently to keep them from leaving? You're never going to keep somebody from leaving um, or control somebody out of doing something that they want to do. And this goes for relationships too, right? You can never prevent somebody from cheating if you exert all of this energy to prevent them from cheating and they still cheat on you you're going to feel terrible the whole time before they cheated and after they cheated. So I would look at it like, hey, these people are not mine. They can leave whenever they want. I want to just enjoy the time with them while they're here. And things just feel a lot easier. It doesn't feel like this is like the number one problem or the number one issue. But yep, there are people that just want to take a training. So could you have a program where you just teach and then you have a program where they work with you. So you can easily have people like, hey, if you just want to learn how we do what we do, you can take this class with me here. Or you can be an apprentice or something like that. Because the expectation is already there from the beginning, you kind of know what's going to happen already without having to hire them. Because it costs so much money to hire someone. And I would say if you're somebody out there that is thinking of working somewhere just for the training and then you're going to leave, please reconsider that because that's actually really low integrity and like 
low vibrational thing to do, I think. If you already know you want to work for yourself, go do it for yourself. Go do it by yourself. Um, if I, I just think it's messy to be to prey on businesses that will give free training and then just leave because it, it's just... I do think karma will come back to you one day when you have your own studio and you do the same thing, you'll notice that that will happen to you too. I didn't do that to anyone and therefore it doesn't really happen to me very often. I, I don't really know much else to say about that, but as far as people coming in that are fresh out of school, um, maybe elevate the type of work that's going on internally. So the people that are with you, including yourself, if you guys can elevate your artistry a little bit more, then you'll start maybe attracting artists that have an elevated artistry already and they'll want to work with you too. Because why would anyone want to work somewhere where everyone else that works there is kind of like mediocre at what they do? And I'm not, I'm not saying this is, this is y'all's salon, um, the person who asked this question at all. I'm just ask, I'm kind of just answering this for anyone that's listening and, and considering that there's probably a vast difference between everyone's situations. But I would say if the, the artistry is elevated and the experience and reputation and the branding and all of that is elevated, you're going to attract people that know their worth and that have worked really hard to attain luxury artistry, right? They're going to seek places out like that to work. Um, if somebody is fresh out of school, maybe they just aren't even like able to apply. Maybe on your Indeed applications, it's it's listed that they have to have at least a year experience in an actual, you know, a job, not necessarily like just considering their time in school as part of their experience too. So that could just be a thing that you start doing. Otherwise, you know, maybe if you just have one or two people working with you, that's okay doesn't mean that in two years it's going to be the same way work on work on what you can control which is your artistry your services your experiences that you offer to clients the people that work with you create more memories with them create more perks for them that obviously you don't want to like drain your bank account doing this but create a better environment and you'll have more success doing that people that maybe go to you currently for lashes, maybe they'll go to school to be an esthetician or cosmetologist and they'll find yourself themselves working for you. I can't tell you how many people were once clients that are are still on the team today. A lot, a lot of them have been. So that's something. And I think just like branding yourself and speaking about your team and your salon as this different place, this rare place, this place where the experience and everything inside of it is just elevated a little bit. And that's what you'll start to attract. So I hope this helped. I know that everyone um, does deal with this on some level, but I think it starts with the way that we approach the situation and we view the situation so that at least at the very least, our mood, mental health, all of that surrounding it is it at least we can preserve that you know because that's all we really can control hope this helped and if you guys have a question that you want to ask um, or be covered on the show please go to lashbossradio.com you can put a nomination for a guest you could also put a topic that you think would be good on the show hope you guys have a great day and i'll see you back soon with the next episode